welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today? I am so excited, Jeff. My absolute all-time favorite parade is back, and I am just back from Disneyland to see it re-premiere. It, well, it's literally like you just touched down. Like you literally touched down on the ground in New Jersey, took the car home, and here we are. We are recording this show right on the heels of you returning from the West Coast because some some things have come back and some things we want to talk about. So today's show is going to be all about the nighttime spectaculars at Disneyland Resort. And I always find it a little odd that there are more nighttime spectaculars in Disneyland, which we talked about proportionally how much smaller it is than Walt Disney World, that it's only two parks versus four. But they have six evening shows right now. So as we're recording this, obviously we've had to have way more disclaimers like this than we ever thought we would, but we're in a coming out of COVID world. So I guess give us a little bit of an idea of how things are returning as far as these nighttime spectaculars as the world begins to change again. Listen, if I didn't know we were coming out of a COVID world and I just saw a picture of people waiting for the spectacular or taken during the spectacular, I wouldn't be able to tell you that it was today versus three years ago. That's a a big deal. That's a big deal. It's a big statement. It is. I would say the only way that you would really know that is that you do still need theme park reservations, even though you might be surprised when you get in that it is that crowded. Okay, so let's talk about the Disneyland nighttime events. Break it down for us. What are we thinking about? So if you're like me and you grew up on this parade, I'm going to give you my best impersonation. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, You hear that and you know what's coming. I am a Main Street electrical parade fanatic. I ran as the turtle in a run Disney event where I lit up and blinked and played the music. (laughs) In my house, I have the collection of six cars that light up. And when my daughter was younger, we used to all the time at night when it would get dark in the house, you know, sun goes down. We'd shut all the lights, turn on the six blinking things, and play the CD. It is truly my absolute favorite parade. And it is the parade, honestly, that has gone to more parks than ever. I would love to see it like running down the highway at some point. (laughs) But it is now in Disneyland, the theme park. It has appeared across the way in California Adventure. It has done some stints in Magic Kingdom in Orlando. It has appeared in Disneyland Paris, and it has appeared in Tokyo Disney. And it is the same parade. It literally gets shipped from one to the other. There are not multiple versions of this parade. It was set to retire probably about 20 years ago. Um, I remember Annie was very young. We were watching some travel show. It was in Tokyo, and they said that was it. They were retiring the parade, and we were trying to figure out if we could get to Tokyo to see it one last time. But I am so thankful it's come back. I will be honest. 
if you've seen it as a kid and you're attached to it like I have, like I am, that big drum that comes down the street that lights up to get it started and Pete's dragon blowing steam along the way, they did put a new couple of floats in, bringing in some princesses and some more modern things. Technology-wise, it is not their be-all and end-all parade. It was replaced by Spectra Magic because the technology got better. It was then replaced by Paint the Night, which is absolutely incredible. But again, this is that nostalgia parade. This one, you can't help when you hear that music, put a smile on your face and dance along with it. It's also a nice long parade. It runs 25 to 28 minutes. And the reason for the big discrepancy is that they do multiple spots along the parade route, open up the walkways to let people cross and they'll slow down the parade a little bit. So depending how many people cross and how quick it will impact the full length of the parade. But if you haven't seen this one, you need to get there in person to see it, but hop over to our YouTube channel and see our video from that first night that it returned. Well, and there's something apropos about the nostalgic aspect of this show coming back as we're coming out of COVID, right? We, you talk about how it's not the bells and whistles of technology, but there's some nostalgia to it. It kind of is almost a restart of sorts, which is really what everybody that's coming back to Disneyland is looking for. They're looking to get back to normal and have this sense of wonder that exists there. Why not start with something that has such deep roots, rich treasured history as that parade, which clearly you've spoken so glowingly about. And I will say, I learned a new Disney policy this week that I never knew existed to tell you how much people liked this parade. They made an announcement and I thought I must have misunderstood and I went and spoke to another cast member. Apparently, you are not allowed to sit down, lay out your blanket, take up space, holding your parade spot more than two hours prior to the start of the parade. And at four o'clock, they were trying to clear people from the parade route that camped out at four o'clock to get the perfect spot for an 815 parade. Listen, we say this time and time again, it really has to be up to your traveling party. There is not a traveling party that I would ever travel with that would sit for four hours for a parade spot. But if that's who you are, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> and I know people are probably saying, you know what? She was there on opening night. They were all bloggers. They weren't because there were three-year-olds and five-year-olds and all these little kids. <laughs> and I'm thinking, there's so many amazing things to do. Why are you sitting on a sidewalk with your child for four hours? Okay, so what other what other nighttime spectaculars are there? We mentioned that there's a bunch. So what else are we looking at? Mickey's Mix Magic, say that 10 times fast. <laughs> it is a projection show and more unique than the projection shows that we're kind of getting used to at all of the parks. It does project on the castle, but it also projects on all of the storefronts all down main street so i do recommend that you stand back right in that first hub where the flag raising occurs because you're going to want to see everything on the street you don't want to get too close to the castle and again that's an 11 minute show so that happened the night that i was there about 20 minutes after the main street parade actually in between the two showings of the main street parade Okay, and that's Mickey's Mix Magic with projections, as you correct. said, on, on Main Street. 
Correct. All right. What else? Disneyland Forever. It is their projection and fireworks show on the castle. It is about a 15 minute show. And you should know that because we've talked before that Disneyland really is center of a city and a lot of people living very close, their arrangement with the city is that they cannot do fireworks nightly. It changes a little bit in the summer, but generally during the year, you're only gonna catch a fireworks show on the weekend. Which is a big deal. If you're if you're planning a vacation and you're not working with a travel specialist like Sandy over at Easy Diz, you might not know that. You might end up in California on a Monday through Wednesday and be like, why are there not fireworks? So talk to your travel specialist. Make sure that you're aware of what's going on at the time that you're going there. It's it's a big, big deal. What next? They have a new, again, projection show. They use, it's a small world there for projection, which I've seen several shows. They've been really cute. This one is an Encanto show. And I have to be honest, it kind of pains me to say, I give it a big thumbs down. Why? It's a four minute show approximately. It is essentially the playing of the song, We Don't Talk About Bruno. So people were dancing and singing along. That was the positive. But super short show, and it has a much more limited viewing area. It occurred right after the electrical parade. People were anywhere, depending exactly where you stood to see it, 40 to 70 people deep. If you didn't put kids on your shoulders, your kids were not seeing the projection show. If you put the kids on your shoulders, everybody behind you wasn't seeing the projection show. If you love that song and you want a four-minute dance party, head there. If not, <laughs> get yourself out of the crowd and skip it. All right, what are we what are we missing? What's what's still coming? I know I know not everything has come back yet, so so what's next? Fantasmic will be coming back soon. We've talked about Fantasmic before when we did our stroll through the park. Correct. Um, it is similar to Fantasmic in Walt Disney World. Definitely not identical. Definitely not identical in that if you're a big Disney person, you need to see it just to see how they transform the area. We've talked many times that Disneyland does not have that gift of space. So Fantasmic actually doesn't have its own theater. It happens on the river. And what is normally a walkway that might get you from Big Thunder Mountain over to Haunted Mansion becomes standing room only and seating for the show. So definitely worth watching. Again, a nice long show, 24 minutes, same storyline but different in exactly how it plays out because of the change in set. So as we make our way over to California Adventure Park, what do they have as far as their nighttime spectaculars? World of Color, which is a show that is done on the water, as well as on, again, projections onto some of the attractions there. It's a Again, a nice long show, 22 minutes, phenomenal music. And if you're there near the holidays, they have a holiday edition narrated by none other than Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Which is obviously your favorite one to go to, correct? You know, <laughs> I like many in the world, big NPH fan. Now, the the Christmas-themed one is completely different, or is it just a tweaking of, of the traditional show? It has some of the same elements. Uh, one of the other things it has besides 
the and it is not a live narration by Neil Patrick. No, Harris. no, I want no, to be clear no, about that. No. Um, it also has this phenomenal world choir that was never together to record. So again, if you're a music person or a technology person, to see all of that come together is amazing as well. Very, very cool. Um, and again, for those of you not familiar with Disneyland, I can't stress enough how close these theme parks are. I was able to do the Main Street Parade, then the Encanto Projection, and then make it over to World of Color in plenty of time, all in one night in a two-hour span. Well, and you're talking, really, when you look at the whole thing there, you're talking about an hour maybe just a little bit less of actual showtime that you just described there and you caught three. So, so significantly, you know, the economy of time there is definitely at play. I mean, you can catch a lot of these things, especially because of their close proximity to one another. What tips would you have to offer for folks if they're heading out there to experience these things? So I'm going to start with merchandise. No, you're not. Come on. That doesn't sound like you. I am. And let me say, I stood on my share of lines. I have my share of things. Yes. Um, they came out with a line of Main Street Electrical Parade souvenirs. And you came home with all of them. actually light up. Um, there is a turtle sipper cup. And again, I love the little turtle with his yellow glasses. Right. A Pete's Dragon popcorn bucket. And then somehow after day one, they snuck in a light bulb sipper cup. So I will tell you that the lines for these things, if you get really lucky, are only about a 10 minute wait. When I got online for my Pete's Dragon, they told me it was a 45 to 55 minute wait. So here's my tip. And it definitely varies. I've been playing around for a couple of days on the app now. Go on the app when the park opens, go into mobile ordering and different places may have one of those things available where you can mobile order the light bulb from one and the turtle sipper cup from the other that pulls one out of their inventory and holds it for you. And then you get there later in the day and pick it up more easily without standing in line. That's a great tip. That's a great, great tip. But they light up. They're so good. <laughs> you know, Annie's not living with you anymore. So are you just turning off the lights in your house and turning on all these things all by yourself at this point? Or, or how, do you I have do you to say Annie came to visit it? yesterday and I was like, look at what I got. And I was, you know, lighting up my things. They're just so cool. I mean, I'll be honest, close to $40 for a popcorn bucket. A lot of money. Sure. My my. Pete's Dragon Popcorn Bucket will never see popcorn. I can tell you that now. (laughs) Um, But I can also say that if you're listening to the show in live time, keep an eye on our Facebook page this week. I might have gotten some extra things in my case that we'll be giving away. There you go. There you go. Uh, You talk about popcorn. It's a little bit of a different uh, dining experience we're talking about here. A lot of the shows throughout all the Disney properties have dining experiences that are attached to some of these shows. What do they have to offer there on the West Coast? So World of Color offers a lunch or dinner prefix menu where we say it's that set price and you pick from a couple of appetizers, entrees, etc. At Wine Country, which I love the outdoor dining of that in California, the weather always seems to support that. 
right? They circle their signature dining and they even have Storytellers Cafe, which is in one of the resorts as an option for the dining package. And World of Color has a dessert party as well. Interestingly, we've talked about on the East Coast, the dessert parties and the values behind them. And one of the things that I've said is you can really, I hate to say it, but drink your money's worth at these parties. <laughs> if you look at the Disneyland ones, they very specifically limit you to two alcoholic beverages. I'm not saying I'm encouraging our listeners to drink more than that, but that's not, there is no stipulation like that on our parties in Florida. So if right. you've been to World and you're expecting to go and have, you know, three or four of those signature drinks to get your money's worth, that's not going to be an option out here. Okay. For Main Street Parade and sometimes Disneyland forever, they do a lot of different quick service options. Again, check the app. They do like picnics in the park and things with fast food. I see a lot more changeover in the dessert parties there in the dining options. So if you're going on your own, be brave, check the app. Hopefully you're working with our agency or another agent. Again, our prices are going to be the same. We're all commissioned by Disney. So let us help you craft which ones are worth doing, which ones aren't, which ones have the great viewing areas, and we'll get you all set with that. Anything else? If you don't want to do that dessert party or the dining for World of Color, they are doing a virtual queue. And I have to be honest, I'm a little disappointed by it. Again, if you're an Walt Disney World person, think of viewing whatever. I'm going to stick with Illuminations because it's my favorite in Epcot. <laughs> it happens around a lake. There's so much viewing space. World of Color also happens around a lake. It does have a lot of viewing space, but about a third of it, you're really seeing the back of the show. And what they've done is they've taken the majority of the patios that are the closer viewing areas, and they either use them for the dessert parties and the dining packages or the virtual queue. So I encourage you to get into the virtual queue. It's free. It is not part of Genie Plus. You're not going to pay for it. It opens at noon each day, but you do have to be in California Adventure in order to get it or actually have entered California Adventure. Got it. Okay. What and then my last tip is that especially weekends in summer, you'll find that some of these offer two shows. The night I was there, World of Color happened twice and the Main Street Electrical Parade happened twice. If you don't have young children, the later shows are always emptier. So catch the later show and bonus while everybody's standing and watching Pick something that always has a long line and run to it. You're going to find that the wait times are substantially less to get on to those popular rides because so many people are watching the shows. Great tip. What haven't we covered today? I think probably the last thing is we've talked in the past about how compact the whole Disneyland resort area is. So if you just want a little peek of the fireworks or even a little peek of Mickey's Mixed Magic, Grand California in many of the rooms, get that view. If you get a high floor at Paradise Pier or Disneyland Resort 
and high floors are a bookable category, you'll be able to see into World of Color. And of course, turn your TV on, you can sync up the music. That's why you're the specialist. That's why you are the Disney master. Sandy, For thank you for taking the time to go out to the West Coast. I know that it was a huge sacrifice to get to enjoy your favorite show. And have a great week. Thanks, you too. That's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know can benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.